Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Hunt, Lift, Eat podcast, brought to you by Hunt, Lift, Eat Official, and I'm here. I'm here with the big crew tonight. I'm here with the man himself. I'm here with the one and only Luke Cox. We pinned him down. What's up, dude? What's going on, man? I haven't been on one in a minute. It's good to be back. Yeah, knock the rust off. Yeah, for sure. We've been on the uh, event and expo circuit. I've been splitting time between Colorado and Louisiana back down in louisiana and my camper my luxurious abode down here um trying to claw tooth and nail to get out of the army so hopefully that'll happen here in the next two weeks fingers crossed all good things man and we've got two very special guests who've been uh with hunt lift eat for a minute now we've got our, our two coaches for our training programs we have kylie and bobby joining us this week what's going on kylie and bobby hey guys hola Bobby, welcome back. <laughs> Thanks. I feel, you know, I, I just realized this, that I've been here two years now, like this, like literally this week, and this is the first podcast I've been on with Luke after all the hundreds of podcasts I've done. How? Really? <laughs> Absolutely no, absurd. There's no right way now. that's actually true. I, I I can swear to this right now. Unless there was a podcast of you just ripping on me for a straight hour and a half, and I don't think it exists. <laughs> we were on a podcast together in Antelope Camp. That doesn't count. Count. <laughs> well, I'm stoked because we haven't talked about training programming in a while. Um, it's been awesome because Bobby and Kylie have really taken ownership. Bobby came in first. I had to hand it off because there was just nothing that I could do with it anymore. Um, Pete, who started off, built most of our original programs, is off at Wharton getting his uh, MBA and making a lot of money. Um, <laughs> or whatever his actual MBA is in, but he makes a lot more than we do. And uh, Greener Pastures, Bobby came in. We decided to roll with Wattify. We were in a beta with the team for, I don't know, about from July until December, so about six months, uh, where we ran through a couple of our programs through the app. Wattify is it's not exactly what we're looking for. Um, it's kind of a square peg into the round hole, but Bobby's been really adaptable and has really made it work for uh, the team, and then we launched it forward-facing as part of a challenge in January, which was really cool to see. Um, we had a bunch of folks from the from Gen Pop come in and, and join the, the challenge and have uh, been running through the program. So the way we're kind of formatting it uh, is running through one of our HLE programs, kind of tailored um, to be better facilitated through the app. And then also just it's a lot more customizable because now you have two coaches that are there to help you with, you know, movement substitutions. If you've got any injuries or if you, a movement's too advanced or scaling, um, you can bounce it off, you know, the coaches, which is really cool. But, uh, yeah, Bobby, Kyle, I'll turn it over to you guys and let you kind of run through what we've been doing. Yeah, Kylie, take it over. Yeah, we take it over. So part of our betas, um, which I thought was a really good kickoff, is we did um, the Balder program to start. So to kind of ease folks into it, because uh, our programs are lengthy and they, they hit different systems and they are um, sequenced in a way that they can build on each other and build up to someone who's going on a Western hunt or someone who just wants to get fit. So there's a lot of different ways to apply the programs. And the Balder program was kind of a bodybuilding strength-based. People are going through the holidays. Um, you know, we looked at the program and said, hey, we're going to modify a little bit, let the, the team members get used to the formatting and um, guide them through the holidays because everybody 
kind of falls off the wagon for that. So it was good to have a group for accountability. And then we um, took off running with um, Modi. So um, that ended up being an increase in um, strength conditioning. Um, definitely some of the endurance portion of it incorporated a little bit of running, but not too much for those who were cardio resistant, gave them a little taste. Uh, and then that'll start to roll into uh, Magni, which will um, elevate it a little bit further. So those were the, the three sequences which have taken us, I mean, at least six months because this is going to run into um, mid-March. So, but it's been really positive so far. Uh, feedback's been great. Yeah, I can definitely agree to that. Just gonna yeah, agree. A few words. <laughs> well, I saw your mouth moving, so I thought you were getting ready to say something. So I was like, "Oh shit!" There's no raise hand feature in this one. Sorry, my mistake. <laughs> no, Kylie said something there that I, that I think is really the best part of having you know the app is the accountability piece. You're in there with other folks that are doing the program with you every single day, which is really cool. Um, it's kind of like having the camaraderie that you would have in like a CrossFit gym or a group class without, you know, the gym or without being there in person. And it's a great way to meet folks that are, you know, passionate about it. It was cool when we did it with the team because everybody kind of knows each other through the team member program. But now that we're doing it forward facing, then, you know, everybody has the opportunity to kind of participate in that. And really, you know, long term, what we're building towards is lessons learned for us to launch our own app long term. Um, that's, you know, kind of the end state is that we're going to build our own training program app that's built exactly the way we want it. And Kylie and Bobby are, you know, give, getting feedback and, you know, building lessons learned and, and wants and needs and all that stuff for what we do when we build our own, uh, go through our own dev cycle to, to launch our own our own app, which I think is going to be a better format anyways. Uh, but this is just a really good way to, one, get some feedback from the, the public uh, on the programs themselves because, you know, I would say if anything, that's why we listened and we actually iterated to where we had to scale them down so we have beginner, intermediate, and advanced because our standardized programs, which is all the advanced versions, were, were pretty intense. Um, and if you don't have a background in it, it can it can be overwhelming. And we saw a lot of people, they would start off strong, but then they get sore and they would just fall off. So having the option to be able to scale it back and then somebody there on the coaching side to be able to be like, yeah, roll it back to this, do this, but still follow the program, you know, and the intent of the program, I think is really important because that was, I was talking to a guy early on and he was complaining about a couple of things. And I was like, well, are you did you complete it? And he, he was like, well, no, I, I drop all this, you know, the, all the metabolic conditioning off. I was like, well, you can't do part of the program and then complain that the program's not working. Like it's built the way it is. And, you know, we try to be efficient with that program to where the metabolic condition is still part of your accessory work for your strength. You're still hitting like muscles and, you know, or a, some sort of muscular balance. If you're doing something that's extremely like, you know, posterior chain heavy you're gonna hit something on the on the front of your body and then vice versa throughout the workout so i've been really pleased with it my schedule's been nuts and i've been the worst perpetrator of not doing it but now that i'm finally can see the light at the end of the tunnel for getting out of the army and at least somewhat living in the same spot i'm looking forward to jumping back into it yeah. Yeah, and frankly y'all have done a phenomenal job with it and <clears throat> honestly it's one of my favorite aspects about the company as a whole is our training programs um and it's really something we don't talk enough about, Luke. And that could be, uh, I could be a culprit there as well. I get too focused on the hunting side of things. And uh, we need to talk about our training programs more because uh, it's something we should be super proud of. Um, I've run our programs consistently for the last three years. 
um, just cycling back and forth based on different goals, um, different objectives I want to achieve. Um, like Balder is not one I would have chosen. I think that's like more of a kind of what you would consider like a classic bodybuilding program. Um, and it was good to shake it up and do something new, especially like you said, during the holidays, Kylie. Um, but it's, I think it's something we need to talk about far more frequently. And now that we're offering it to the public, which is what forward facing means. That's a, that was a new term for me. Didn't know what that meant. Um, so anybody, uh, can come join and, and participate, um, in these programs, um, and get involved where, uh, kind of wherever. Um, so Bobby, why don't you talk a little bit about how, how can people get involved? What does that process look like? If somebody listens to this and is like, yeah, you know, I could, uh, use some accountability. I could be looking for, you know, maybe I don't have a, a workout partner at home, a home gym kind of thing, or looking for, um, that camaraderie, um, group chat accountability kind of thing. How can folks get involved there? Yeah. So the easiest way to jump on with us is you can go to right to our website and you can join right through there. And I think there's still a link on our Instagram as well. That kind of brings you right to our, our Wattify page, uh, where you can purchase, you know, a monthly subscription and, you know, jump right in through there. Um, it's, uh, I think it's huntlifty.wattify. It's pretty, pretty simple. So, uh, you can jump right on. We can post that link in there and then it'll show you what we're running that month. You can jump right in. Um, I mean, we've had, the whole month of january for free for a ton of people jumping in and trying to check it out and you know i've got a lot of feedback and a lot of emails from everyone saying you know positive things and how they really liked it uh, within the app itself so definitely check it out Um, you know wattify was actually like luke was saying like we trialed and errored a bunch of stuff and building that out i mean you guys saw me stressed out like i didn't know what the hell i was doing at first and it, it was kind of wild but I could tell you it's it's getting like pretty pretty good right now. And I think I just hit like a, a, a realization the other day where I didn't even know the app did this is no matter what program you do, like a lot of gyms are on Wattify. If you're with another gym and you did bench or you did something else through there or squat and you entered your records on there, it tracks your through the Wattify app. So it'll tell you, you know, how you've progressed through different programs, uh, which is really sweet that it's it's cross-branded through everybody that if you're, you know, you're a CrossFit guy doing a CrossFit gym, check it out, do one of our workouts and you can compare actually your, your weight differences that you've done and hit PRs and everything, which is uh, pretty sweet to say. Kylie, why don't you kind of talk a little bit about the differences that you might see between, you know, the methodology between an HLE program and what you might see at a typical, you know, your run of the mill CrossFit gym. So run of the mill CrossFit gym, uh, it, without, kind of having a trainer or going into small group classes. Um, you're, you're going in for a singular class. Yes, they run in waves. Um, and there's some engine building, but a lot of the times I find that CrossFit gyms lack focus on the strength program. A lot of our programs hit the big four, which is nice. And then, um, you know, the accessories. I know um, a lot of CrossFit gyms also kind of skip the accessory parts where you're Um, coupling some biceps and triceps Um, you know you're doing some back days in order to create some hypertrophy for muscle growth and really build bases so even as the programs progress between uh, strength base and then it uh, incorporates some of the endurance and then you're doing some endurance over speed and then speed over endurance which is addressing different parts of your systems to increase your cardio health 
which increases muscular health. Um, It's a little more of a well-rounded than it is just going in and going for total speed or um, time or rounds uh, each time you go into a gym. Yeah, I crossfitted for a long time, and there's definitely a lot of pros with CrossFit. I'm not one of these guys that's super anti, um, but my biggest issue was always the lack of focus on foundational strength because everything is easier if you're strong, uh, in my opinion. I mean, there's there's diminishing returns. You can be too big um, to, to try to do the things that we want to do with hunting and backcountry stuff because um, your body becomes less efficient at, at utilizing oxygen and everything else. But... <clears throat> It's usually not the case. Most of the time, people are actually not strong enough. Like, I can walk into a gym and be grossly out of shape but do the workouts prescribed in a CrossFit gym because I'm strong enough to do so versus guys that have been CrossFitting forever can't. And even though I'm out of shape, like, if you look at the prescription stuff, it's for what that's worth. And so (sighs) building that foundational strength as your base, and then it's also, for most folks, it's going to be you can increase your endurance and your metabolic conditioning significantly faster than you can actually build muscle and build strength. Like it takes a long time to build that yeah. muscle mind connection and to also put on mass to actually build that lean tissue. And so by constantly having that, then with whatever you're doing sports specific, whether it's a backcountry hunt or you want to go run a marathon or a tough mutter, or you want to do, you know, compete in CrossFit, like this foundational strength is going to really set the fo- foundation, not to say that word so many times, but to, to really move forward in that, in that area. That's, that's what I found, at least. I'm not an expert in any of this. That's why you guys are here. But Yeah, I found for some of the programs, um, I mean, we run them in cycles with an intention for uh, a population to go along with them and support them on those cycles, right? So we did um, um, Balder and then Modi and then Magni. And then, but you don't have to do them in sequence. So if you have a specific goal in mind, you can just pick up a program and start running with it. Um, which is a nice feature. And some of the things that we've talked about for growth within um, the company or, you know, between us for potential opportunities, and that is, um, you know, some some bridge programs. Um, you know, if somebody doesn't want to stick something out for 14 weeks or, you know, if they want, need something that's 35 minutes because they're in a time crunch or a cycle in their life that just doesn't accommodate a 16-minute workout. Um, those are all things that, you know, as a company – um, and program builders, we're looking to make sure that offering is complete too. Our uh, HLE road crew needs one that can be done with a sandbag at a in a parking lot. <laughs> and a kettlebell. Kettlebells yep. are my favorite. Yep. We forgot t- two shows in a row now. We forgot to throw the sandbag and the kettlebell in the in the trailer. So that's we'll be at a nine day show in Harrisburg doing body weight stuff unless we can find a local gym. Well, I can probably point you in the right direction. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. We definitely, you know, have, you know, big ideas for the future and something that is a fatal mistake that I made. And luckily I had Bobby and and Kylie willing to jump in and and start helping out is, you know, we overextended. We, we did too many things at once. And so if you're a young entrepreneur, I would narrow your focus. We, you know, at, at this point in the game, if, if I didn't have the team that we had, we would probably have imploded by now. Um, and so we've had to, I've had to shift my focus off of the programming and building that side of the house to focus on, you know, the merchandise and the apparel and the team and, and the growth there to try to then, you know, build the foundation to be able to support everything else with capital and all that. But, I mean, I, th- I think that 
there's definitely a need for it. I've been surprised with the, we basically don't do any marketing other than a couple uh, posts here and there for the programs, how many programs that we sell through the website that are PDF, and then just the number of folks off, you know, one email flow and, and one, uh, one post that actually jumped into the, to the program. And so the demand's definitely there. And I think it's, it's something that we're really focused on and what we've been talking about with, uh, with the team here is really trying to build the educational side too. It's like the why behind it. I think that's really important because if you're just following the paper, like that's fine if you trust what you're doing, but like who are we for you guys to trust, right? Like you need to understand, you know, the methodology behind the programs, why they're built the way they are, why you should do the entire thing and not just skip. Why like, yeah, Boulder's great. <clears throat> and I think that for a lot of people, that's that's plenty is to do the kind of bodybuilding stuff. And it has a role within your overall long-term uh, training. But if you're trying to train to go to elevation and carry, you know, be under load on, on the side of a mountain, like having, working all three of your energy systems is extremely important. You need to um, actually understand what that is and that's something that we're really going to work in the future uh, is to continue to build out and build out the educational side especially with the content creation uh, we want to have like demonstrations of all the workouts on youtube and so you guys can have quick reference there you don't have to, we don't have to redirect you somewhere else to folks we don't even know for for that sort of thing so that's something that's that's really big for me uh, as we look long term yeah. Uh, you mentioned earlier that there's the different um, phases or uh, options for the programs. You have your beginner, intermediate, and then your the advanced, um, which are all available. Um, because some people don't Western hunt, right? So there's a, a couple um, facets to this. And, um, I mean, Western hunting, you are reaching greater elevations or you're going for multiple days at a time. Um, you know, backcountry hunting, you need to pack stuff out. Some people don't necessarily need to do that. They will, you know, go down a logging road for a quarter mile, sit in a stand, or, you know, have different goals um, within that. So one of the features is, as Bobby was trying to teach me the back end of Wattify the other day, um, is really trying to communicate what cycle you're in in the program and why it applies to you. So when you can make that connection, um, whether it's in a gym or through the program itself, and someone's reminding you, oh, yeah, I did a building phase for the first six weeks. Now I need to retest, and I'm going to start to incorporate more endurance, or there's going to be some more wads. We're going to increase rounds because, you know, my engine, my, my total capacity to be able to perform needs to improve. Um, we can send out notices, and we're going to try to, um, figure out ways to make sure the public is clued in a little bit more and understanding those skill sets and form. Form gets missed a lot of the time and one of the biggest feedbacks we got in our groups you know, was, hey, this doesn't necessarily feel right, what can I do to change it? Which takes a little bit more conversation, um, but it's, it's, I think, always been worth it. And I would say nine times out of ten, they found either an alternative that worked really well or um, we kind of assessed it and, you know, change the way that they were lifting or performing a certain movement. That's the huge value of having, you know, you and Bobby, and we're looking at bringing in a couple other folks on the coaching side too. Um, and to be able to bounce, you know, those questions off of is huge versus just having the PDF. I mean, we always welcome questions. You can reach out to us on via email or, or Instagram if you buy the PDFs and, um, the limiting factor there is I'm the one probably answering your, your questions. I can, I might be able to bounce something <laughs> off, but you might be better off on WebMD or Google uh, if something's going wrong. So 
um, you know, having the, the coaches who have the experience, who have the certifications and the, the formal training is it's kind of a game changer. Like right now I have a torn labrum. I tore it like a year ago and I'm trying to avoid surgery, but like I can't do all the things that I used to do, which one sucks because I'm a big ego guy when it comes to training. So I want to be able to do everything that I've always been able to do. But being able to have a coach as a sounding board to be like, hey, like the shoulder's not feeling right. Like, I don't think I can do these pull-ups. What's something I can do as a substitute? Okay, I'll just do, you know, cable pull-downs or whatever. Um, so, you know, something to that effect. It, it's really it's really nice, and it's it's definitely huge value add to, to your training. That's yeah. one of my favorite parts of the <clears throat> groups, um, the group chat that you, that you have access to when you're doing these programs is uh, I think of, like, Kerry um, because of his prior job. He's got a lot of shit broken on his body. Um, and whenever he's like, ah, I don't know about this, not that he needs the help, but uh, just think of him. Uh, but Kylie will very rapidly have a litany of uh, examples or alternatives that you can do as well to still maintain the progress with the program um, and not backslide at all and still be able to have you know, forward progress and, and stay on track with um, the program while also you know, protecting your physical health <laughs> and not overdoing it. Kylie made a sweet spreadsheet that's easy for me to follow. So if someone, you, like, I just draw lines over, it says, like, you're doing this workout, this is your substitutes and everything. And there's a link, hyperlink for video library as well. So, yeah. Kylie makes me that. seem smart. <laughs> and then somebody says, how do you do this? And I go, Bobby, did you put the video <laughs> in Wi-Fi when you loaded it? There are like three videos per workout now, and I think we have more examples, <laughs> Levi, than uh, anybody can ever see. My man's got more videos. Yeah, he, he won't listen to this. I think he should be the the HLE rep for all of our branded videos. I, you know, what's really cool is like Carter, like you kind of brushed on it before, is we have so many different levels of people doing this program like you have people that are like carry and everything like that and then you got you know people like me that are way on the bottom doing these programs now it's good um it's just like your so coach, many different Bobby. levels <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what you want to hear from your coach <laughs> yeah well i wasn't going to single somebody out and make them the bottom of the freaking list i was like oh let me be nice and make it myself um you know it, it's just so cool that you have so many different levels of expertise in these groups everybody doing it and it shows on the leaderboard but it kind of pushes you to the next level too without actually pushing it because i see like i see people all the time like i'm like how is he doing that i'm like i'm i'm bigger than him and then you know it pushes me a little bit more and you know when you look at our programs and sometimes people are like whoa this looks too complicated for me to understand that's why we're here to kind of break it down for you and make it in layman's term or ask jeeves or ask luke kind of you know foundation there and <laughs> this will kind of me. make it a little easier yeah that's my two cents. You just let everybody know how old you are with the Ask Jeeves uh, reference there. Bobby's 40 this year. Yeah, 55. He's got a, what if I added so much gray to my beard? <laughs> Dude, every time I grow mine out, it's more and more gray. This company is aging me faster than the Army did. <laughs> That's, get an AARP discount in your next business. God, I hope so. One of my, uh, kind of what you just mentioned, Bobby, one of my favorite things about um, Wattify, if we're talking pros, um, you can see everybody who signed in for the day, 
that's like instant motivation because I haven't had a workout partner since college, right? Um, and I miss that a lot. So you can see everybody who who signed into the class at least, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's usually pretty good motivation because you're either like, yeah, I'm crushing it, or like, oh boy, everybody logged in and I'm like the only one who didn't. I need to get, I need to knock this out today. Um, and then the leaderboard is sweet as well. We've got a couple, a uh, couple guys in the in the Marine Corps running it right now and on those run days man they just fly and uh <laughs> I, I wouldn't consider myself a runner but I, I run a good bit and that is a huge motivation when you see some of the times or some of the weights posted um that's just instant uh i don't know it scratches the the ego a little bit to push a little bit to you know not be complacent when you're especially when you're by yourself right and you don't have yeah. visual accountability if you're that kind of individual um so i'll try and keep up with some of those guys on those runs and, and push it a little more um i forget who it is maybe kyle he's like yeah i work for an organization that makes me uh, yeah. places a huge assist on running fast and, and doing pull-ups and that's about it and he just he's not them. number one on the leaderboard then i'm like oh he didn't do his workout yet today like he yeah. just kills <laughs> everything <laughs> yeah but that's phenomenal like- motivation when Zach's on yeah. there, it's always impressive because that dude, he's a Marine as well, but he's like, what, 250? Like, he's big a big dude. boy, and he can still move. Like, yeah. it's it's crazy. And and on that, I would just like to note that if, you, uh, if you're if you doing this, we can see your attendance. So uh, don't not ever log into class and then cancel and say, ah, uh, I didn't like it. Like, you didn't log in once. Like, I know yeah. you didn't, so. Yeah. <laughs> Same. We we call people you out. See I'll see if there's a low attendance halfway through the day, and I know people have typically logged in already. Um, they're getting messages. Uh, what are we doing today, guys? So yeah. That's why I just turned turned off notifications. That's been me the last three days. Not so good. It's been me the last three months. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that community of years. people. That community of people and the, the difference in the capabilities have, I think, challenged us as coaches a little bit, too, um, to get creative in certain areas where you think something is straightforward or something that you didn't consider. Um, I know I'm always trying to learn um, different approaches to thing or um, methods to achieve your front squat. I mean, front squats start with air squats, right? Um, and then you can add with dumbbells or kettlebells. Um, you know, there's different positions that you can hold the bar. So uh, the community, when you see how they've scaled through Wattify and the ways that they've approached the workout, um, either with or without checking with us first, are pretty interesting to see. Yeah, definitely. What's crazy is, like, for for years before I got, like, bigger into fitness, I was, I was constantly on the bro split. I just did the bro split and thought I was doing something with my life there. I'm like, yeah, man, it's bro split for life like that's it we're we're doing that and then like two i'd say three years ago now i hit my heaviest weight with the highest body fat percentage and this year i'm actually at almost at my highest weight but i'm at the lowest body fat percentage i've ever had and it changes completely my body type of i'm not doing a bro split anymore i'm actually you know everyone has a coach i have a coach we all have coaches like it's just listening to that next person above you and trying to follow a different foundation because I mean, nothing against the bro split, but I think it's uh, past those times now. Color me surprised, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, 
trying new programs, new methodologies, getting outside of your comfort zone. Like it's really easy to get complacent with your workouts, right? Like I'm going to show up, I'm going to work out for an hour, an hour and a half. I'm going to move a little weight and then leave the gym. Like, and if you don't have a program or a coach or something that's there, like at least for me, and I, I think it stands pretty true across the board, is you kind of gravitate towards what you're good at naturally, anyways. And so, you know, for me, like I really like to lift heavy. It's what I'm good at. I cannot do it for a long time. I walk in there, but then my my cardio drops off like that. I can watch Carter eat and get fat. So, like, you know. <laughs> it's really good for that level of accountability to have the program to put you in a position that like you might like god like sometimes i think if you don't dread what you see on the paper or on the app like you might not be doing it right because pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone it's really important i don't mean you should hate your programming um if you get in there and you're like this is not for me that's fine there's plenty of options out there but just trying something new i think is really important and then shop around i mean see what type of methodology nests with your goals physically where you're trying to be um, across the board and like do stuff that is you know sports specific now I don't mean if you're going on an elk hunt that all you should be doing is rocking that's something that I see even amongst like our team and then our like guys on staff like training for rucking by only rucking like after a 10 and a half year career in the army I can tell you right now that's going to hurt you for longevity so learning like how do you like what energy systems am I actually utilizing for the, whatever sport that I'm going to be doing or whatever pursuit I'm to be doing and then work that in different ways that are more sustainable long term to build your chassis to build your core to be able to do the work long term and then have that kind of that you know long term mindset to what you're doing because for you youngsters that are in your 20s like yeah you can just muscle your way through everything but that shit goes way downhill real quick once you once you cross the threshold and you're you're getting starting to get closer to 40 than you are 30 right bobby oh yeah closer to 50 almost but i'm still on top of that leaderboard you bitches (laughs) (laughs) i'm so glad they're calling you out about age on here yeah we know better we know better (laughs) you know what luke said is something that like you know if you're not dreading what you're seeing then you're doing something wrong david goggins said do something miserable each day and that's how you build a better person couldn't be more true man to get out there and do it. Speaking yeah, I was watching, of like, yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say I was watching Huberman with Goggins talking about that, and like I don't, I'm gonna butcher all of it, but it was really interesting when he was talking about like your actual like development of your brain and that the side of your brain that like overcomes obstacles, and if you're not consistently pushing it and actually doing something you don't want to do and still doing it, it's like the value of cold plunge goes beyond just the actual physical effects of the cold water. It's like there's a you're crossing these mental hurdles throughout and it's it's really interesting so i i I won't go into the depths of it because i'm not huberman but definitely check that out because it's really interesting um and i think doing actually pushing yourself definitely outside your comfort zone it's why like i mean carter we were talking about it on that elk hunt that we did that we just dropped the film on and like the whole time we were like fuck this this is miserable and but I was like, you know, in a week we're going to be talking about how we can't wait to get back on the mountain and do this shit again. And, like, sure enough, as soon as the hunt was over, we were trying to figure it out. Like, John and I, because there was still a day of hunting left, we're trying to do the math. We could drive back up to hunt another day and then come back down and just be late, be late showing up to work. Because, like, it, it does something psychologically when you do something hard um, that I think is extremely beneficial. Yeah, I'm actually going to use that clip tomorrow in my AP psychology class and he kind of he, he ends up calling it the, the will to live part of your brain um, and how it physically grows when you do like I, I knew exactly what he was talking about because uh, 
I've been known to skip a Metcon or two on the Modi <laughs> program uh, with regards to time restraint. So you, I know you mentioned earlier, Kylie, adapting programs a little bit. I want the Busy Dad HLE program. Um, eventually, you know, as we continue to grow and, and uh, modify and, and learn through each of these iterations. Um, but, you know, talking about like energy systems and goals with this current program with Modi, Kylie, could you talk a little bit about like what would be somebody's, somebody's goals who wanted to be involved in this current program and then maybe tied into the next program if people wanted to jump in to the next program we're talking about with Magni? Yeah, the current program, um, again, it definitely hits your base strength um, and it waves throughout the week and then throughout the program. So throughout the week, you're looking at um, base strength as you know your first lift of the day, then you have some um, accessories, some hypertrophy to back it up, and then usually some sort of wad. So you have a finisher, and the finishers are um, that part that you're going to dread a little bit, but once you get through it, you're going to be super um, grateful that you did. Your next day um, will again give you some strength and then it'll walk you through a little bit of endurance you know your third day will give you is your heavy endurance day um, whether it's a run or you're doing um, rowing and then it kind of cycles backwards again so um, that strength and that uh, I call it an engine I'm not sure exactly what you guys call it for uh, kind of your total system um, hit there is is building throughout all those weeks now the shift that happens from the program that we're doing now uh, to the next program magni is um that you're going to increase the endurance portion so it's like maintaining that strength that you started to build which if you don't have much you're still going to build if you jump right into that program into magni but it's going to hit the endurance harder so it's going to say hey we've built the base um, now we're going to maintain that base and we're going to start making sure that your cardio is, is um, being really stimulated by the system. So be prepared to, and you don't just have to run, right? So there's always an option to bike. There's always an option to ski. Um, I, I swim sometimes just for the, the pressure relief and, you know, it's good for your joints. Um, so there's always options, but really it's the, the cardio portion and the distance. Um, cumulative distance that you're looking for in that program. You swim a lot. So I tried to. I was I was up to swimming almost three days a week. Um, I I try to take breaks from some of these programs and from my Olympic lifting um, and get in the pool and it's it, it's underestimated. I'll tell you that. And by a lot, I mean she'll go swim like a mile and a half in the mornings and then work out <laughs> in the afternoons yeah. and still and still smoke me on the leaderboard. Well, last year I trained for a, a, a swim run swim, so I had to swim a half a mile in open water, and then I had to run a 5K, and then jump back in the water and swim another half a mile. So, um, I know, something to shake it up. Me and Luke will watch from the sidelines on that one. <laughs> the best shape I've ever been in was when I was doing a lot of swimming. Like it, it definitely is very underrated. Um, it, logistically, it can be difficult if you don't have access to a pool an indoor pool especially with weather and everything but yeah i highly recommend it i was swimming a lot when i was in europe because i was traveling a lot so in the hotels in eastern europe are dirt cheap so we were getting like really nice ones that had super awesome pools and i would do laps in the morning and stuff and it's just it's a great way to just let your body rest still move and i mean the endurance work is unparalleled it's it's awesome i should do it more carter we need a pool let's do it let's build a pool 
an NHL HL experience program. pool. Yeah. Maybe one no, day. But, and there's just little things like that that you can cycle into programs. So even if you were doing Balder, I'm just going to go back to the bodybuilding Balder. So I coach our assistant coach with um, wrestling program, right? So when you come into wrestling season, a lot of kids haven't been doing very much before they get there. And my recommendation, and some of them implement it and some of them don't, is to incorporate, um, start with 15 minutes and just do cycle waves on an assault bike. You don't have to go running. Like my, my son uh, who wrestles, he, he doesn't, he's a 215 pounder, you know, 6'1", so he doesn't love to run. Um, he's more of a thrower, hurts his knees, get on the bike. And then you increase from 15 minutes to 20 minutes to 25. And if you're doing two to three 30-minute waves, your endurance um, for any sport that you're in, but specifically for wrestling, is going to compound pretty quick. I think that, yeah, the assault bike sucks. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I it's a love-hate relationship. I have one in my garage, and I it's when I'm actually on my, uh, on my game, I have a little – Metcon that I do, which is kettlebell swings and and the assault bike, do 15 calories, 15 heavy swings, and then do that back and forth for 15 rounds, and that is one of the worst workouts I've ever done. Um, but the I, I really like the bike, and in working that, you know, called metabolic conditioning, it's what you, wads and CrossFit. You know, you're you're working that high intensity interval training style. That is the the best modality that I've seen in methodology for training for altitude because you can't replicate like no matter what the marketing on the the breathing restriction masks and everything you, mm. you can't train for the for the lack of oxygen in the air but what you can train is your body's efficiency to work in low oxygen states um, that's where swimming actually comes in, into play right doing um, we used to, I used to do a lot of like drown proofing and the you know just long swims underwater and all that stuff and like that style of training really lends itself to being at altitude and it'll help you prevent altitude sickness it helps your body's ability to recover quicker across the board because you're just a lot more efficient and then you know everybody hates running and there's a bunch of substitutions you can do but like that long steady state exercise is going to help you for the duration of the hunt as well um, the best shape I've ever been in rucking. I didn't ruck at all. All I did was run. I looked, worked on cutting weight, and I worked up to running a half marathon, <clears throat> and you know a sub nine pace, and which is the fastest I've ever been at distance. But I'll probably never see that again. But I was able to ruck for my timed military times, like the fastest by far. I shaved off like 20, 22, 23 minutes off of my uh, twelve mile time, and just understanding the different energy systems you've got you know and leveraging that in your training i think is really important because it's so easy to just focus on i want to be strong or i want to do this i want to do that but whatever that goal is really apply that to to what you're doing within your programming because there's nothing worse than being on the side of a mountain and <laughs> you start having issues with your heart rate spiking you get altitude sickness like we we saw it on this last time like one of our guys got sick and like and he, the dude's the fittest guy in the camp but you've got to understand your body and how it works and how it works at altitude. And, and if you're coming from sea level and you're going to 9,000 feet, like it doesn't matter how much like natural shape you're in. If you're not specifically training for that, you're, like, you're gonna feel the effects. And if you don't 
address them early on the hunt by you know mitigating them or you didn't do the legwork on the front and or you didn't do the legwork on the front and it can pull you off the mountain quick um and, and cut your hunt early and that's just you know we're i'm kind of tailoring this specifically to backcountry hunting because that's obviously a lot of our focus but really applies to anything that you're wanting to do you need to, to focus on that specific thing yeah, I don't know that there was any amount of rucking that could have prepared me. I can never keep up with my husband, period, because he's, you know, 6'3", and his legs are, like, up to my chest. But um, we went on our sheep hunt this year. You know, he did not train quite as much, but we were, were taking, I had a 55-pound pack that I carried around the whole time. There was no amount of training, um, I didn't say no amount, um, that was going to prepare me for full days the way that we that we did it and even the training that I did do in addition to Olympic lifting or swimming or doing I think we were doing um, part of Vidar at the time and then I was I was rocking up the mountain at our house um you know by day day nine um you know I could start to feel that it was it was going downhill so keeping the goal of the training I think to your point is the biggest leverage that you have to be successful in building up to um, either your hunt or completing a program. So, you know, I wasn't going to do Balder for six months and get anywhere when we were out in Montana. Um, so understanding what those applications are, and that's why you can ask the coaches, you know, is this a program that I should use for this? There's ways um, to figure it out without, you know, feeling lost. Yeah, and I would say, you know, listeners, if you have a specific goal in mind, reach out to Kylie or Bobby and see where what programs may fit your personal goals, right? It may not be the one we're running. Um, like Luke was just talking about half marathon, and we got a program for that. The Hermod program <clears throat> something I run every year before cross-country season in the fall. That's like what I do over the summer um, to get me ready to run with those high school kids and try and keep up. Um, so reach out and see what we got going on. And like Luke said, shop around kind of thing, but... Um, you don't know what you don't know, and we have a lot of varied um, programs with different goals in mind. And I've, I've run programs, different programs than what we've done in the class, but I like being in the group chat for the accountability mm -hmm. program or for, for the accountability part of um, the, the class as a whole. I'm just doing a different workout, you know? Yeah. I mean, if anyone, I don't know, if Luke, if you're okay with this, but we can do drop-in. So if someone wants to hit me up, I can put them in a class for the day just to give it a little trial and then for you know, sure we can sign you up and i think that'd be really cool so you can see exactly what we're all talking about jump in for one day and do the workout and you'll be hooked you'll be you'll be out there yeah i don't care if you want to test it out for a week just uh message bobby through instagram or reach out to me and i'll forward you to bobby um you can email him too um just bobby at hunt lift eat and yeah do a full week and you know he can set you up with a free account for a week and, and see if it's something you like like i've got no issue with that at all i don't want you guys to commit for a month and then hate the program like that's not our intent isn't to like steal money from anybody um so we definitely want you guys to to move forward with your goals that's the whole reason i built the the programs on the front end in the was because we I didn't build them, but it's why I had Pete build them because I kept having questions about programming constantly. It's, it was at the time was what I was getting the most questions about outside of just our products and stuff. And so I was like, man, there's definitely a, a need for this and on the educational side. And it's something we need to do a better job of. Um, and, you know, 
we've got big plans for the future, and I, I think that we're going to be able to pour a lot more time into that, especially once I get get out of the Army and we can start doing some deliberate you know, efforts on the education side, on the marketing side for one, and then just making the, the product better as a whole, whether that's continuing to improve within, within Wattify or starting to develop our own fitness app. I think that there's a lot of, uh, a lot of room there to grow, and I'm excited. If you guys have any feedback, constantly give it to us. I mean, that's how we do better. We, we want to iterate. We want feedback. We want to learn. We want to figure out what's working, what's not, what do you guys like, what do you, do you not like. like. That's the only way we pr- provide the value and the product you know, that you guys want, and that's what, that's what we're here for. That's why we're, we're doing all of this. What do you think about that, Bobby? It's awesome, man. <laughs> think about it. you know. I, I kept joking and saying we're at iceberg stage right now. Like we just we just went up. We just have a little tip out right now, and there's so much below the surface that we're working on that we're going to be breaking through real soon. And, you know, it's really cool to see. I mean, it's really cool for me to see how how far Waterfly has come because I was day one trying to build this thing out, and I'm like, this is not going to fucking work. So, you know, that, that was me. So, uh, yeah, I think we've come a huge, a, definitely a long way of seeing how this came. And, you know, it's kind of, in my opinion, it's just really cool to see everybody enjoying it, everybody getting the accountability and, and just being together and working out. And if you want to talk about the membership base involvement, too, though, um, I mean, people have really, really gotten into it. And I think it's cascaded into the different regions. And then, um, you know, everybody's looking for a different way to get their their region either more fit or engaged somehow. So um, I know there was Hero Week. We've done Ruck Challenges before. The Northeast did um, 31 days of January, you know, and so uh, as an HLE member, there's other cascading benefits um, from these programs and our approach to fitness and how that works in for the, you know, Hunt Lift Eat community that... Um, have really had positive impacts i think across across everyone yeah that's been really cool to see is the other regions jumping in and doing different challenges i think and there's like four or five different challenges going on across the u.s right now which is which is really cool to see for carter and i as you know the guys that have been here forever like it's it's starting to take on a life of its own outside of what we would even want to implement which I love. I mean, that's the the overall intent. So it, it, it's really starting to to get legs, you know, across the board. The programming, the the team. The I'm at this point, I'm just struggling to catch up and, and maintain pace with with the company as a whole, which is a, a good problem to be in. And we've got a lot of big things planned across the board. And something that's really cool, if you guys are going to be in the Northeast in a couple weeks at Great American, you can actually meet Bobby and Kylie at a Great American Outdoor Show. In what two right. weekends? No, it's this yep. weekend. Well, starts. Aren't you, aren't you guys starts. going next weekend though? Yeah, I'm gonna uh, be next weekend. I'll be there the fourth and then the ninth, so both weekends, at least okay. one of the days. Ooh. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. Hell yeah! I'm bringing I my shake in. weight, so uh, see you guys there. <laughs> We're gonna do a morning workout, shake weights only. <laughs> I'm not coming <laughs> those days. <laughs> Yeah, I'll bring it back. Week, so I'll be there Wednesday afternoon at the show, and then the, for the rest of the show, I think I got to fly out Sunday morning. But um, yeah, it's, it's going to be cool. So we're we're hitting the expo circuit hard right now. We just finished up ATA and Shot Show, Great American next, then Garrett and the event crew will be at National Wild Turkey in Nashville, 
I'll be in Salt Lake City with a couple other guys. We don't have a booth at Western Hunt Expo, but we'll be there networking and, and seeing folks. So definitely, you see us, you know, reach out if you're coming to the shows, rub some gear if you've got it. It'd be really cool to see a, a lot of folks out there and definitely plug in with us because we've got a lot of stuff in the works. We'd love to meet meet you guys in person. And uh, I know I, I get the most questions on if we're going to go to Great American when I get messages on both Instagram and, and through email. Um, that seems to be the, the big show. So uh, we're excited to, to have a booth there. So definitely come check it out. Um, yeah, and I think we're going to do a pint night. Is that the ninth, Carter? Do you know, Bobby? Yeah. At Appalachian Brewing Company on the ninth. And that's it's a team uh, event with some of the local region regional folks there but everybody you know general public's welcome so if you want to come have a couple beers eat some dinner um come out it's going to be the, uh, that evening of the ninth so we'd love to see you guys bring your shake weight i worked there when i was like 20 really <laughs> yeah <laughs> small world do they allow shake weights i don't know <laughs> i'm gonna say no yeah byos bring your own shake weight <laughs> <laughs> It is something as we going forward and we get more organized. I'd love to start doing like morning workouts at some of these shows and open it up, let folks come out and <coughs> knock some, you know, knock something out. I think that's something we can look at for next year. Right now, we're just struggling to get from show to show to show. But as we uh, as life tames out a little bit, and we can get more organized. I think that would be a really cool uh, initiative to launch for 2025. Didn't you guys pilot that for one of your uh, archery shows? Yeah, so uh, at the Aldi Mountain Archery Fest events this year that are nationwide, so for those aren't familiar, Mountain Archery Fest, it's like a version of TAC, um, same general concept, three-year archery shoot. Um, It's got a different feel. You don't have to wait in line for six hours to shoot, which is cool. Nothing against TAC, but it's just a different, feels a different need, I guess. Um, So we're partnered with MAF, and we're doing the the HLE Mountain Fitness Challenge at every 3d shoot um you can register on the website and then you can go to maf's uh website if you're a team member you get a big discount as well so that's another awesome benefit for your shooter package but on a fitness challenge it's five lanes five exercises um utilizing a it's a elk quarter target with a sandbag attached from primal pursuit it's a really cool little implement that it's a you know you can do fitness with it and you can also shoot it which is cool so you'll do an exercise per lane and then you get to the end of the lane you drop the sandbag run to the uh firing line you shoot one arrow and then you come back and and rinse and repeat for five different lanes five arrows at at variable distance and uh it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting to watch you'll have guys that are pretty good shooters and then they start redlining their heart rate and all of a sudden they're missing targets at 25 yards and you know they're cussing all the way back down the lane and so there's point deductions based on how you shoot or point uh, additions across the board and it's been uh, we started it last year at a couple different shoots and then this year we're going to do it at all of them so i'm excited for that going forward because we got some pretty cool uh, prizes we're talking to a few folks about sponsoring it as well so um it should it should be good if you guys are interested in that sort of thing definitely come out it's going to be on saturday afternoons um, and then we also have a course. So the Western hunting course at all math events is the hunt lift eat course, which is cool. And that's one of the, that's a really good course. If you guys are going to go shoot at those, uh, mountain archery fest events. Awesome. Carter did it last year. How was it Carter? I think I had a small heart attack. <laughs> you were also really hungover. Sounds like you Still- do your Metcoms. I was pretty hungover. <laughs> you were skipping, we, yeah, skipping that uh, finisher there on all your workouts, huh? We probably should have drank until four in the morning. 
Yeah, I still think I uh, won both events, but uh, I did almost have a heart attack. Yeah, it's it's interesting to do that because like it. Uh, it's like stress inoculation, right? Like you're just you're working at being able to like control your breathing, control your heart rate, heart rate management, and it, it's directly applicable to hunting, but especially in archery because you're that much closer. Like I get fired up, I get you know my heart rate spikes if a doe walks out, you know. So if you you work your entire year in preparation, if you don't shoot under stress in any of your training, you're doing yourself a disservice. So it's a great way to test yourself and see where you're at. And then the other added stressor is not only just the fact that you're doing the exercises, you've got another guy or gal right next to you that's also doing the exercises. You're going head to head, so you're that much more stressed across the board. So you're trying to get to the firing line. And there's a lot of strategy to it too, to, to how hard do you go, you know, speed versus point deduction, speed versus accuracy across the board. Like, so you, you got to kind of think about it. You can't just go full bore um, and redline the entire time because you're you're probably not going to shoot very well unless you're just really really good at shooting with a you know 137 heart rate. That's me. I think you missed a couple of them. I don't miss. There's there's some lost arrows on that course. <laughs> He was too hammered. He was seeing two targets. He just aimed at uh, the one on the right. Props to him for doing it. I didn't do it. So. <laughs> he was like, you going to do it with me? I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> I think I would have died. But yeah, yeah so we got a lot, lot of cool shit in the works. So definitely come check it out. Come see us at a Great American if you guys are going to be in that neck of the woods. I know we have a lot of listeners that are up in the Northeast. So it would be uh, really cool to meet some of you guys in person. And, you know, there's a lot of savages on this team and in these programs. Um, If you're not on the team, you want to get involved, message Kylie or Bobby. Um, They can shout out their Instagrams here in a minute. And, uh, you know, shout out to, like, Josh Day and John Kilter. I mean, there's some savages on the team getting after it. So if you're looking to mix it up or want to check out something new, highly um, encourage you to get involved. Or uh, in-person interviews? So we actually changed the onboard. Um, So my intent from the beginning, Carter and I, you know, always talked about it was, well, we didn't really have intent when we first started this, but as we grew, we started to realize we needed a, a path. And so we, we wanted to be pretty close with closed with the interviews uh, for a while. They would close and open and close. Some of you guys have seen that, but to this point we've interviewed every single team member, either myself, Carter or Carrie or Charlie or Bobby or Derek um, or any number of our inter- folks that have been on the interview team sporadically over the last two years. Um, but we've kind of gotten to the point that when we've we kind of realized the folks that are interested in this in the first place. And um, so we're actually opening up the membership. So we have a referral system now, which is really cool. That's going live. Uh, it'll be live actually when this podcast drops. So if you know a team member and you're interested, um, you can go through them, get the link, and then you guys will get put in for a monthly drawing. And then we're going to have quarterly drawings after that as well. That's kind of cumulative. And then uh, you can also just go to the join uh, the team program page on our website and go through, make sure it's something you, you know you're interested in. And then you can sign up and then we have onboarding calls uh, post sign up now. So you can actually you go through, get your orientation to the app, all the benefits, all the, the you know scheduling, all the stuff we're doing. But we want to start opening up the membership a little bit because really the number one uh, complaint we have from folks is the lack of localized events. And the only real way to do that is to grow the team more. And so we're, we're in a position now where we think we have the right base. We've, we've, I've been really impressed with the self-policing and correcting. I've been in group chats my entire career from the military. 
and uh, they can kind of get out of hand sometimes. A lot of problems can arise from them, so I was always really leery about that. But I've been really impressed with the self-policing that happens within the individual regions. We're also getting ready to subdivide our regions again. So we're going to go from 8 to probably 12, um, maybe 14. Uh, Carter and I have to finalize that here over the next couple of weeks. But we're going to stand up new regional leadership, really try to localize everything even more. Um, we're centering the regions around the population centers where we see a lot of team members and that way we have the ability to do a lot more stuff in person because the biggest problem we have now is you'll have concentrations and pockets based on you know where a major metropolitan area is or you know where the population is but then you've got guys and gals that might be left out to the wolves Uh, another thing we're doing is we're standing up uh, women in the wild reps for every region which i think is going to be really cool because we want to do a lot more uh, for the ladies we did our first women's event and it's hard when everybody has to travel, right? And like right now we're doing them on the East Coast, and so it's like difficult with timing. And so we want to be able to do more of that stuff in regionally. And so folks have the opportunity to attend, um, and they don't have to fly across country, take off work for three, four, or five days uh, to be able to do it. So that's kind of the roadmap of where, where the team's heading. Um, but yeah, so the membership is, is now open. So if you go through the link on the website, you can go ahead and join. And then we're also, uh, we have a big update for our app coming uh, version two, which is a long time coming because a bunch of hillbillies trying to figure out technology. There's a lot of issues and problems with it, but uh, we're hoping to mitigate a lot of those with this next next version that's coming out. So we're, we're really trying to make a concerted effort to improve everything we're doing across the board as we move forward. Great plug there, Luke. It's all Carter's brainchild. All right. I just work here. <clears throat> yep. Working hard. Listening to the people. We're men of the people. Check it out. But yeah, I mean, we're, like I said before on the programming, it's not just the programming, it's across the board. Like we're, we're all ears for feedback. We can't improve what we're doing and the services we're providing if we don't, we don't get the feedback. I've had a couple of great conversations with team members here recently on, you know, some of the, the issues or perceived issues they might may have. And, you know, I need to do a better job of messaging and talking about this stuff. We're working a bunch of stuff behind the scenes. I don't, I get kind of narrow singular focus than that and i don't i don't talk about it enough so we're, we definitely are doing a lot to try to improve uh, everything behind the scenes but we're in a big transition period right now and we're also in the stage of growth with the company that <clears throat> there's a lot going on with you know we're our sales are the best they've ever been but we're getting ahead of the inventory is really difficult we're having to buy more than we're, we're making and so like it's a difficult time uh, in our growth so just be patient with us as we go forward because we're definitely working to improve everything and continuing to grow and I'm trying to get out of the army, which is difficult. Nothing's ever easy, man. No. If it was easy, it wouldn't be worth doing, I don't guess. That's right. That's why you need a coach. Bobby and I are here. <laughs> I, when I, you can hold me to this. When I get back to Colorado, I'm cleaning. The first thing I'm doing is unfucking my garage because right now it's got cardboard boxes and everything from the events. So my gym is fixed. And then Caroline and I have already talked about it. We're going to start rotating with the kids so we can each get a good workout in every day so i will be training again in no less than 12 weeks or 12 days excuse me i was gonna say 12 weeks is a big stretch Mm -hmm. 12 days 12 days and i'm I'm trying to at least get a little bit get some steps in when i do calls during the day and stuff i go walk to the end of my road and back but yeah i definitely i need to just for my mental health i mean that was it's it's there's more than just physical benefits to, to the training like we were talking about before like there is 
it helps with your anxiety. It helps with stress. It helps. It just kind of clears the deck in your brain. And it's also a great time to think. I do a lot of thinking when I'm training. You know, it's I solve a lot of the problems that I have, things that go on through your mind. I think it's really important um, for the holistic approach for, for for your life. Everybody should have a a training regimen. And if you're in a funk and you're, you know, things aren't going the way you want to, if you just start, you know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It doesn't have to be one of our programs. Just walk to the end of the driveway and back. Start there and and, and go. Try to eat clean. Get rid of all the processed shit. Like, it'll, it'll change your life for sure. That's the other thing we don't talk enough about is the eat portion of Hunt, Lift, Eat. We got some cool things going on. I know that Northeast is putting together a cookbook, right? And everybody's... Uh, excited to share how their experiences are with different styles of eating but uh, yeah the eating portion everyone likes to do it but nobody wants to own it yet right yeah we're getting there so we got we got a couple guys that are have been <laughs> wanting to get on the nutrition side so i think we'll, we'll start producing a lot more educational material around that here here soon we've had some good seminars with the team and but we need to start kind of getting back into that no doubt tackle all the pillars of the company but if you're looking to make changes i would not recommend you start working out and change your diet all at the same time that's not a recipe for success no actually that's a great point that's i've always been my entire life like i'm not a moderation guy i'm either like all in or all out it's like i'm either crazy strict with my diet and training my ass off or i'm just like a lazy piece of shit and what I've really tried to work on over the last year and a half or so is like understanding that incremental change is an incremental improvement is still improvement. <clears throat> and so like knowing, like I just accepted the season of life that I'm in right now. And so I haven't been bit, beating myself up for the training. It's like, do what I can when I can. And, but what I can control a lot easier is like, what am I putting in my mouth? And so like I quit drinking and I've really been like strict on, I've been, not weighing my food and stuff, but just like monitoring my macro intake and then like sticking to meat, fruit, and a little bit of hard cheese. And like, you know, I think I'm down like 15 pounds in, in January. And it's just from like little incremental changes. It's nothing crazy. It sucks on the road. I'm living off beef jerky and cheese, but like, it's, <laughs> it's not that hard. And so just making that change. And then when you add in your training a month later, like now it's a lot easier because it's an incremental shift versus trying to turn the Titanic on a dime. Yeah, trying to manage too many stressors, which come with change, um, is something's going to fall off. So if you if you want to stick to it and commit to it, you know, go through the 30 and 60 day creation of habits and then integrate something small and manageable beyond that once you have something else established. Um, Bob, you have a lot of experience just, with that. Automatic. With what? Eating? I love to eat. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, you cut a ton of weight and then you built the yeah. habits that have sustained for like three years, right? I have, yeah. So that's kind of what I was just going to say is everybody kind of like I, I single my mom out on this all the time. My mom is a yo-yo dieter and a yo-yo dieter just follows the next fad and just sticks to that fad and does it for a little bit, goes gung-ho and then falls off. It's got to be lifestyle changes and that's the easiest way to do it. And small moderation changes of switching different sugars different sweeteners and things like that it's just game changer now you're just stuck with it um and, and you know like kylie was saying people automatically assume that they're gonna stop eating cut their calories and just jump into a program you're gonna get sick and that's what probably what's gonna happen is you're not getting the right carb intake you're not having the right energy 
you're gonna feel like shit. You're gonna feel more bloated, and it just doesn't. It's a recipe for disaster. Uh, just carry on what you're doing, make those small changes, and you know, eventually they just start rolling into a snowball, and you'll really, you really start to see a lot of changes. Hell yeah! Big eat clean well, guy over here. Big eat clean guy. We uh, well, coaches, we got any uh, calls to action or, or wrap up thoughts about Modi, Magni, Wattify? I just want to say I want to see more people jumping in. You know, every time someone, every time I get an email that someone joins, it, it makes me really happy that one, you're making a change for yourself, and two, you're supporting us. So it's uh, really cool to see that you know there's so many people out there that are joining in and jumping in with this. And like we said before, if you're looking for a guest pass to jump in and try it out, hit me up. I'll get you in there. Uh, I can drop you into the class for that week, and then you can kind of see for yourself where it takes you, and you know, see what you're missing out on because you're gonna have some straight fear of missing out some straight FOMO if you're not joining them yeah Bobby and I love to coach I mean we like we do this because we enjoy it um, I know I've been coaching and for at least 15 years in addition to you know competitive sports and just expanding the variety of things that I know so I can help people individually um, you know has been the biggest goal and then um, I know Bobby's joined for similar reasons um, and also applying knowledge that he's learned along his journey. Um, so give us a chance to to get involved with, with your goals is, is really what we're looking forward to. Hell yeah. Anything, boss man? No. Um, one, thank you to, to Bobby and Kylie for jumping in and, and running the, the programming side because we would have never been able to do it without you know their their work and their work ethic and their professionalism. I mean, for what it's worth with Bobby, but Kylie is definitely a, a professional and it's, it's awesome to, to bring her in and she's righted the ship a little bit. Um, I mean, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, Bobby. I, I couldn't do this without you guys with the team as a whole, um, both on the HQ side and the overall team. And then all of our customers and listeners and everybody that just supports this company. Like Carter and I were talking about it earlier. We we're talking about it to a team member who's like super fired up about the future and everything. And it's like, it's refreshing. Cause it, it, this shit sucks. Like, I'll be honest, like starting a company and like growing it and scaling it, like it wears on you hard. Um, especially, you know, in the phase that we're in <clears throat> and that's what makes it rewarding to me. Like, yeah, I want to be able to make this company profitable. I want to be able to, you know, pay all of our employees and pay myself hopefully one day. Um, that's definitely the end state of what we're doing. We know, but the why, like it would be a lot easier to just go get a job and make way more money. Um, the why is, one I like to build and create, but it's really the impacts that I've seen on that I just never expected from what we're building, both on the community side with the team and the fitness programming. You see guys on the team, you know, we, there's a guy, um, I won't name him by name, but like, you know, he, he went, on his interview was like, yeah, I need to lose like 150, 200 pounds. And then he was sending videos during the Northeast challenge of him doing burpees and push-ups and like getting up and moving and like doing, like that's badass. Like that's what this is all about for me is, you know, trying to build something that people can come together and improve their lives. <clears throat> and it's it's what's making, you know, the idea of getting out of the army for me easy versus if I didn't have this, it would be, you know, kind of terrifying um, because not having that tribe, not having that community, not having that support system. So, you know, I just thank you guys across the board for, for everything you do and, and support on, on the building of this because it, it's not lost on me. And 
it stresses me out actually sometimes because I'm like, ah, we gotta we gotta turn this right this ship so we can we can take care of everybody. But no, I, I love it and I, I'm I'm excited for the future. We're on the right track, like with the team, the group that we have. Like we can't not move forward and grow and, and do what we need to do. So, thanks guys, even you, Bobby. <laughs> even me. I love your beard, by the way. It looks good. It does look it, good. This, this, my wife hates it. Absolutely despises it. But I told her, you know, when we were in Antelope Camp, when you had to shave your face going back to the dorm, I'm like, I'm just going to keep mine growing until Luke grows his back out again. So do me a favor. Sorry. Grow your beard again so I can shave. You need to not shave. That's a good look. It's way better than that Marshall Mathers chin strap you had going on for most of the time I've known you. You look rugged. You fit in with the brand better. Thanks. It makes me look tougher than I am. Even the grays. <laughs> I've been trying to get Carter to let his go for a long time. He'll let it go for a while, and then he'll shave it. He gets all self-conscious. Yeah. You He's wonder also why. A teacher, so. <laughs> He's sensitive. I'm the sensitive one. What do you got, Carter? Uh, not much, man. I I always like hearing what other facets of the team have to say about what we're building here um and we should do this more often honestly i know everybody's busy as shit but uh i really enjoyed this last hour um a lot of respect for kylie and bobby and you know bobby and i've been wearing a lot of hats with this company over the last couple years and uh like you said it's always refreshing to hear and I, i want this message to get out there to every listener and i want people to to hear the message and and jump in and, and check it out um, cause I'm, you know, fully bought in. I, I want other people to share and experience that, that community, um, and what we're building here. So I know we say it every week when we close off a podcast that we appreciate all of our listeners, but, uh, want everybody to know we appreciate all the listeners, right? That's really <laughs> small. We've been, we've been doing this for a while and shoot, we, we'd still do this if we only had one listener, if it was just Bobby, but God, we would appreciate that one listener, you know? So right. appreciate you guys. Is this two or three years? Three. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. yep. Hell yeah. Like Carter said, we appreciate the hell out of you guys. Come see us at Great American. Uh it's Thursday. All the fish lift eat gears, fifty percent off on the website. Shameless plug. I gotta clear out inventory, so go buy some shit, please. Appreciate it. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys Honestly. next week. <laughs>